Money FM 89.3, the best of Saturday mornings. Singapore Homebrew on Money FM 89.3. And we are back with our guests, Peter Thieu, the co-founder of Move Repeat, and Alicia Pan, also the co-founder of Move Repeat. The founders of Yoga Movement are officially announcing the launch of Move Repeat, a new fitness lifestyle brand, which is hoping to redefine wellness across the region. Good morning to you both, Peter and Alicia. Good morning, Good morning. guys. Great to have you both with us. And do you find that People after long flights want to get out and do yoga and like stretch and kind of get back in some kind of sense of shape after that. Fun fact, we are actually the yoga providers for in-flight entertainment for Singapore Airlines. Is that right? Wow. That's right. You can actually do yoga with me on your flight. Is that right? Yeah. So you go on every flight personally? (laughs) You can say that. You can say that. How do you find the time? How does she find the time? That's wonderful. That's wonderful. (laughs) I teleport really well. Well, Excellent. Peter and Alicia, both uh, welcome. Thanks for coming on today. Yoga Movement's been around in Singapore for a while. You're you're now starting a new brand, uh, a new uh, lifestyle-type brand around yoga and fitness. Peter, take us through just what the concept is maybe with the new Move Repeat uh, lifestyle brand. Yeah, I guess it has to go back to the start or the inception of Yoga Movement itself, which was a bootstrap venture by Alicia and I. Uh, Little money did we have in our pocket, and we had an idea around a brand and service delivery that, for all intents and purposes, was was only ever meant to be one location. Um, Fast forward this 10 or 12 years, we started to create all different systems and strategies for the business, our own teacher training academy, our own company-owned app, our third-party development system around franchising, um, and then built out the brand to a point where it was able to sustain really testing times a la a pandemic. Hmm. Um, We came through that time, uh, which was brutal. It was brutal for the operations of our business and for our industry in a pretty good position. We had a great team. Uh, We had pre-pandemic aspirations of regional growth for yoga movement. Um, And we did have a little bit of capital to sit on, uh, strangely enough, post-pandemic. And we thought, look, how can we now get back into this phase of growth that we're going through pre-pandemic with the assets that we have and the team that we have? And it was abundantly clear that we couldn't take yoga movement immediately outside of Singapore, as were the previous plans, just being that a lot of other markets were opening up a little bit more slowly. Mm. And we thought the best thing we can do with our efforts right now is potentially grow the business wider in Singapore. And Move Repeat was kind of born of the idea that we wanted to move away from the sentiment, this is Alicia and Pete's yoga movement. Uh, You know, after 10 plus years, we wanted to detach the family name from the business and start to convert to what would be known as a company Mm. um, for both, you know, the opportunity for our team to shine independently within the business, but also attract uh, investors that might want to invest not into a single point of failure, which might be the founders, but into a company that is not just self-sustaining, but but has ability to grow itself. So a real strategic look at how to change your your homegrown business into something larger. Is that is that am I hearing that? Yeah, we, we we fall um, as our business in this uncomfortable, unknown gray area of our our environment or our ecosystem of fitness, which is you have really well established, really well backed big box concepts that have private equity backing in multi-brand groups. Uh, then you have all the way down the ladder to, to boutique fitness, which is much more passion-led mm. and mum-and-pop shop kind of mentality. 
um, which is great. It's fantastic and it attracts a different crowd to that big box. But in the middle of that, you know, at now 13 locations within our business, we fall in that uncomfortable middle area. Yeah. And it kind of demands that we're a mix of both things. People go to boutique for, for passion, for community, for um, specialists in that particular modality. Um, so once we start to scale and get bigger, we have to start to introduce more strategy uh, more growth aspects that can still retain the brand and service element of hmm. that that smaller boutique feel. Yeah, interesting. But I am interested in the origin story, which many of our listeners won't be aware of. Alicia, maybe you can just take a step back. How did Yoga Movement start? You mentioned there it was one location. I'm guessing that was here yeah. in Singapore. What was the origin story? Um, I guess it uh, goes back to a, quite a while ago when I was a full-time performer. I was full-time into music. Um, a lot of my life uh, just consists of staying up late at night and getting up really late in the day. And I was like, you know what? I was kind of just really tired of that life. And I said, you know, I'm going to try something different. I tried a few classes here and there. It wasn't really my thing in the beginning. Mm. Um, and then it took me a while to kind of really notice the benefits that that, that yoga gave to me. Uh, a couple of my friends were great yoga teachers at that time. And I said, okay, you know what? You know, I like being in front of people. Um, you know, I like this practice. I'm just going to do a training and let's see how it goes. Um, and I think um, very early on, we saw a gap with the offerings in the market in, in Singapore in particular where there was nothing that was too accessible to kind of every just common person on the street <laughs> like I mean like you know whatever was out there back in the day it was it was very heavy just spiritual marketing right. um, it was very inaccessible yep. um, Pete was at that point in time uh, a brand a brand guy <laughs> a brand guy for a lifestyle surf company I was happy I was happy where I was. <laughs> he was happy, yes. He had a pretty good office. And then you decided to become an entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So we kind of just put our thinking hats together and tried to create something that was um, a little bit less, I don't know if it's the right word to use, but elitist, mm. um, and create something that was more focused on lifestyle, the balance of lifestyle, create something that was accessible to people. And that's kind of how the, 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 the birth of Yoga Movement came about. And we did not have any intention of kind of growing into what it is today. Um, I mean, it was literally like just open one location, um, just put all our savings in there, just create something nice and small. Well, let me ask you then, how is, for the benefit again, because I, I'd love to know, how is yoga movement different? Because there are many yoga companies out there. How is yoga movement different? I think for us, we're really focused on the entire customer experience. So, of course, the delivery of a class, the delivery of a well main service type is, is, is highly important. But we also um, put every single touch point of our business in high regard. So everything from our fit out, from the music that we play in our spaces to the lingo that we use, the words that we don't use, stuff that our front of house need to say to our clients, they're all kind of all encompassing. So um, I think for us, it's really a full brand experience as opposed to just um, the yoga class Hmm. in its own. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Pete, you've got, what, 10 yoga movement um, branches in Singapore? Correct. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 50,000 people a month coming through. Now with the new brand, Move Repeat, how does that, how does that change? Aside from the fact that you want to take that uh, regionally across to Hong Kong, Australia, Thailand, uh, elsewhere, how is the experience different for people if they go to a Move Repeat versus going to Yoga Movement? Well, I think it's important to note Move Repeat is essentially a holding co, a group, a group okay. entity for us. And gotcha. so that group has been able to acquire Yoga Movement on paper. 
Um, it's also be a, been able to create another entity that holds Strong Pilates. So mm. Strong Pilates is an Australian brand that is just incredible and resonates with us deeply. So we've opened two of those already this year and one more later this year. Okay. Um, and essentially Move Repeat is supposed to be the vehicle for us to uh, create um, an entity to hold new brands, new modalities. Establish. So, so it's not a new place to go. No, no, gotcha. it's not. It's, a, it's an umbrella kind of. It's an umbrella company, and I'm, I mean, if Got I can it. reference, okay. uh, you know, one of our mentors builds uh, in, here in Singapore, and and someone we look up to greatly. If you look at Spar Esprit Group, for example, mm-hmm. as a holding company for multiple brands like Strip, Brow House, Tipling Club, Common Man Coffee Roasters, Forty Hands Coffee. It's, it's essentially what we're trying to create is a top co, almost a shared services uh, element to the best brands in, in Asia in fitness, gotcha. create best practice here in Singapore and then distribute those brands through Asia. Nice. Um, there, there may also be a play there for us in and around tech or other things to bring that brand to the client, which is move repeat through, hmm. through class aggregators or other ways to align all of these brands for people to attach or attend. Um, but it itself is, is supposed to be that entity that sits across the top. The core mission stays the same. The core vibe, the the teachers, like that, all stays the same, right? This is a, just a way for you to figure out how to how to make it grow, how to make it bigger and scale. Correct. I yeah. mean, yeah. for us, move repeat is is essentially branding Alicia and I's efforts. And mm. look, we're ten, eleven, twelve years in now. This, twelve years now. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, we're husband and wife. We've got two young kids, and and we see too often. You know, if I can align us with boutique fitness, we see too many of them fall apart or fall over uh, in line with the passion of the founders. And we don't want that for our Mm. business. And so much is tied up into the energy and the enthusiasm of founder owners in our industry. Or you could look at it at F&B or other industries that we made a decision a long time ago that this will survive us and our interests and our passion. And we want to create a, a company that is able to be invested in and can attract you know, worthy investors to take mm. this forward for us, especially with a brand that we started from inception. I mean, it's great for us to distribute other brands and we always will and we'll be proud of that. But that YM brand for us was was literally nothingness. It's it's a really proud moment for us to not only create a top co that, that can essentially purchase it, but recently attract investors into that top co that give you validation that something we created from a thought Hmm. is worth investing in. And that thought, Alicia, started in 2012, your first studio. How has it changed? How have fitness trends or yoga trends changed in the last decade or so, especially post-pandemic? I think since the beginning of the pandemic, um, the mindset of a lot of people have changed where, you know, um, they no longer have to rush in and out for a class. They no longer have to go into a 7 a.m. session before work. Right now, a lot of people are are, are way more... um, kind of in tune with their sort of work-life balance and knowing that, hey, you know, this is the time that I need for myself. So I'm going to take this time regardless of what time it is. Like back in the day, you would not see people going to 10 a.m. class, for example. Mm. Like 10 a.m. is like right in the middle of your workday, right before lunch. Mm-hmm. But now it's, 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 I think people are so, like I said, they, they, they really put, um, they were really prioritize their kind of mental well-being, their health, and they really want that balance in their lives. So we've definitely seen um, a lot of uh, uh, people coming in at the non kind of the timings that are non peak. Non peak, yeah. So back in the day, we would see full classes, for example, from six p.m. onwards till you know eight thirty or whatever. But now it's kind of nice and evenly spread out through the day. Hmm. Another trend that I've noticed have changed as well is that people want variety. 
And I think that also kind of led into a discussion between Pete and I about, hey, you know, like what kind of brands should we bring in under the Move Repeat umbrella? Because yoga in itself is it's one discipline, right? But I think these days, you know, uh, with the launch of ClassPass uh, years ago, people are seeking a lot of benefit from doing a lot of different things as opposed to sticking with one discipline. So right now, mm. we would see most of our clientele hopping, for example, from a yoga class into strong Pilates, into spin, into, I don't know, strength training or whatever that's yeah. out there. Yeah. Um, yeah, people don't just want to stick with one thing anymore. Hmm. We're talking with Alicia Pan and Peter Thieu, the co-founders of Move Repeat, also the founders of uh, uh, Strong Pilates, not founders, but the owners now in Singapore, Strong Pilates and Yoga Movement. And with the new lifestyle brand happening, are you are you looking to attract new audience as well as part of the rebrand? Are, are, are you looking to expand who's showing up? to yoga movement who's showing up to strong Pilates. You mentioned people are looking for different things, different times of their life and, and, and variety. Does it change your core audience at all? It's actually quite interesting to see because uh, a lot of, we see a lot of crossovers from both brands that we have. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Pete, do you want to kind of expand on that? I, th- I think we, we like to look at the data a little yeah. bit and see what the client trends are right now. And to Alicia's point, um, variety is absolutely everything. And what we can provide as a single operator is limited. Even though we will, we hopefully don't come off arrogant saying this, we are the best in what we do. People just simply want to do other things. And it's very difficult for us to own a client. I'm doing the parentheses thing with my hand. Um, so we have to acknowledge even in our own lives, the way that we want to kind of interact with fitness and, and, and fitness lifestyle is, is through a variety method. So it's looking at the modalities that are doing well. It's looking at how people are purchasing even packages or memberships at yoga movement and looking at what they're buying into in terms of quantum or recurring memberships. And then as Alicia mentioned, ClassPass is this awesome first, uh, fitness tech billion dollar company. It's a class aggregator that allows you to pay a membership, a monthly membership to ClassPass, and then you get to use a, a dynamic pricing system via credits to plug into all of the different operators in Singapore. Hmm. And, you know, we have we have good ins to the data coming from ClassPass, and you can see where people are trying to interact with and what modalities they're trying to take on. And for us, we want to be a provider of that. There's a lot of, uh, sorry, I should say there's a, there's a low barrier to entry for fitness, I would say, here in Singapore. It's not difficult to open up. It's not heavily regulated. Mm. Um, it's easy enough to find a room, a box, and put some equipment in there or some mats on the floor. And, and lots of people are doing it. Yep. Yes. 100%. Yes. And so um, the difficult thing for us is trying to make sure that, you know, we we excel from the group and from the noise. We maintain stuff like a, a reputable price point. Uh, we maintain a standard of teaching within our industry and we're there for a long time based off of our efforts and our energy around brand and service. Now, with all of that in mind, we want to expand that to other modalities so that the level of fitness in Singapore maintains, if not increases, because this isn't going away. Mm. This is not a trend. The conversations that we have with other employers, with HR teams in bigger businesses and corporates is that they're readily investing into their um, team members' health and, um, mm. And people are actually willing to spend more personally on their health, but also kind of light the fire under their employers to spend more on them and their health. So we need to make sure as an industry that I'm not saying we'd be opportunistic in that scenario, but we maintain our, our value, that we make sure that we're providing very, very good service and that we can be here for a long time for our clients. Mm. And finally, looking ahead, I see you're going to or hoping to expand into markets like Hong Kong, Australia, Malaysia and Thailand. How do you choose your markets to move into? What is it you're looking for? Mm. 
It's a really good question. And um, for us, for Yoga Movement, we got coined uh, recently as a company that has glacial growth. Now, most companies would run away from that term and say that's a terrible way to – I was going to say, that sounds like a, another backhanded compliment. Right? I, I, I loved it. I, I mean, and, and the way that I'll say that is that we've only ever grown off of brand and service. As soon as we can't maintain our brand and service in our delivery, we're not going to grow anymore. That's a, that's a thing that we, we stood by over the years, and it's served us very well. It's meant that we've been profitable and we've been able to be, you know, cash independent for this mm-hmm. entire time. Mm. Um, we haven't tried to chase anything that was um, ridiculous or outlandish. And we also haven't been married to a growth number that would make us make poor decisions around where we go next. Yeah. Um, so we're very proud of that fact. And we're very proud of our glacial growth. And we're very proud of the fact that we've just taken on an investor into Move Repeat um, in the form of Mr. Alan Law. He's the, the founder of uh, Park Hotel Group that shares the same sentiment with us. And so as we're addressing new markets, the same thing is applied, the same rationale is applied, is that we look at the market, we do our study on on what that environment is like, but can we apply apply the same principles mm. there of mm. being great at brand and great at, sam- at service mm. and having the confidence that Profit, money, cash upside is a byproduct of excellent brand and service. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. It'll be interesting to see how you guys are able to bridge that and, and have that umbrella organization uh, take over and move into new markets. Uh, we do have to leave it there, but thank you. If, if people want to learn more about what you guys are doing from the, the consumer standpoint, where do they find you? Uh, moverepeat.com and moverepeat.com will actually link you up to Strong Pilates here in Singapore and also yogamovement.com. And a few other brands yet to come in 2024. I know where to find Alicia. I'm going on SIA in a few weeks. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be there with the screen. Just make sure you do the stretches as well. I will. That's great. That's great. Alicia Pan, Peter Thieu, the co-founders of Move Repeat. Thanks for being with us today. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.